Welcome to the Frisco Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Ellis, and today we have Molly Claire from Molly Claire Coaching with us. Welcome to the show, Molly. Thank you. Good to be here. Glad to have you on. I am interested to talk to you because I have a degree in psychology, and a lot of what you do is psychology, but yes. you've really taken it to the next level by taking it down a level in a sense. You've really focused in on a target audience. We're going to get into all that in a little bit and talk a little bit more about what you do. But before we get too deep, why don't you give people an idea of what exactly it is that you do do as a coach and how you got started in that? Yeah, definitely. So as a coach, um, of course, I've been focusing on helping moms and mompreneurs. I know we're going to talk more about my niche and all of that. But um But the work that I do is really helping people to take a look at their thought patterns and how that plays into their lives. And I personally got started because um, my sister, who I'm very close with, she was a marriage and family therapist for 20 years and also did um, a lot of group exercise programs and kind of combined the psychological element with weight loss and was doing that. And she and I have done a lot of different things together in fitness and health and wellness. And she found the coaching program that I um, ended up doing and said, you have to do this. I know you and I. this is an amazing thing. It's perfect. She did some coaching with me and I found that just a little bit of coaching helped me so drastically in some areas of my life that I had been stuck in for a long time, and I knew that I had to do it. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit about your own experience being coached, and what were some of those things that helped you with? Yeah, absolutely. So um, one thing is that the coaching model and perspective that I use is extremely forward-focused. And so, for example, if we have things in our past that we're kind of stuck on or we still maybe have some emotional turmoil around. It's a very different approach rather than, um, I mean, essentially it's like looking back at it from your perspective now, because a lot of times we talk about how we experience things when we were younger, right? But this is more about the reason it's impacting you now is because of how you're thinking about it now and helping you to have a shift so that you can move forward. I know that's kind of vague. I know it's not very specific (laughs) to my situation, but essentially um, for me, it really helped me to understand that whatever I thought about my past or whatever I believed to be true about myself was all up to me to decide because I can take a look forward and figure out what do I want to create in my life and how can I become that person. And that's got to be a hard shift to make, especially by yourself. That sounds like something you would need somebody guiding you on to yes. to sort of let go of the past in that sense and start refocusing how you think about yourself. That's not a small undertaking. No, it's not. It's not at all. And, and it does require help because a lot of times, even in our own life, our problems seem so big, right? And they feel so big. They feel overwhelming. We feel stuck and frustrated on things. And To have someone who can see the broader picture, the bigger picture, and help you to problem solve is, it's huge. Yeah. Okay. So then after going through this program yourself, or a similar program, you decided, this is for me, this is what I want to do. What were you doing at that time before you became a coach? So I was a stay-at-home mom. And I had also taught preschool, which I um, I know we had talked before about how I was very interested in the brain in children, right? And how 
it impacts how they're able to learn and grow. And that early childhood development is so important for the long term. And I essentially do that with adults now, right? I help them to understand how they can use their brain. I know we use mindset a lot, right? The way that we think in order to um, actually change our lives. So um, I I did um, work at a private preschool for a while, and I did things here and there. But for the most part, I was a stay-at-home mom for almost 15 years. Okay. Mm -hmm. Before we get go deeper on the business, I want to talk about those preschool years, not when you were teaching preschool, not when you were in preschool. Yeah. Um, Because... In our earlier conversation, you had a very interesting description of how you were helping kids become better learners and seeing how the way they looked at themselves was impacting their ability to learn. Can you just let's elaborate on that a little bit more? Because it was a really interesting discussion, and I think it, it really cues up how these things help people. And when you're talking about little kids, it becomes in some ways, a simpler picture. Yes. But it still applies to us as adults. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I I remember vaguely when we had talked before, and essentially, right, if I have, um, if you have that kid in your class who's always poking, who's always touching, who's always bugging, right, and this is maybe something that's a challenge for them. They're very impulsive. It's part of their personality. And you have a teacher always saying, right, don't touch them. They're always getting in trouble constantly, right? And so they start to believe there's something wrong with me, right? The teachers don't like me. People don't like me. And sometimes that can exacerbate the situation. But um, I know when we talked before that our conversation was around handling it in a way to help them be able to redirect their behaviors without telling them, giving them the message that there's something wrong with them, right? Because when we hear that in the early years, that's what it sticks with us forever. So yes, the same thing is true for adults, right? And I'm sure everyone listening right now can think of certain things that they believe about themselves or certain limits they have on themselves that have just kind of always been there. And it's crazy to think that it's it's all made up in our head, the limits we have on ourselves. And you yet know? it's so real. Right? It feels so real. I think one of my favorite quotes from, uh, it was actually the, the last Harry Potter movie was because just because it's in your head does not mean it isn't real. Yes. So, I mean, it, it, it manifests itself that way. Absolutely. So, so let's talk a little bit more then about how you're helping people now and the coaching business that you have now. Yeah. So um, I've had my business for a little over three years and I my book came out last year, The Happy Mom Mindset. And um, I focused on helping women with motherhood and the overwhelm and exhaustion and feelings of inadequacy and also um, helping women to be able to balance being a mom and also a business owner, having a side business that's actually profitable (laughs) instead of a hobby. (laughs) And so that's what I've been doing. So recently um, and over the last several years, I've also been helping a lot of single moms to be able to balance the demands of that and helping them heal and move forward after divorce. So this year I decided to make it official and really niche niche down quite a bit. And I have a site, a new site, divorcedmormonmom.com. That is specific. (laughs) It is very specific. (laughs) Yes, that's what everyone says. So is that the only audience that you're now working with or is that just the focus and maybe the target? Yes, that is my current focus. And so I still have people reach out to me. You know, they find me through my book and they still want to do some of the other stuff of being a mompreneur. 
Um, but all of my focus this year and all of my programs are around helping women to be able to heal from divorce, be able to navigate, you know, positive relations with their ex, co-parenting and becoming a single mom and all the new responsibilities, and also helping them to be able to create a fresh start and figure out, you know, now what? My life didn't go as planned, right? Here I am. Now what do I do? And this is where a lot of this helping them to see what's possible for their future and what they want career-wise, financially, for their kids and everything, um, helping them to be able to really step forward because it's a challenge. So let's talk about let's, – let's assume that we have someone that comes to you that's ready, that's open to, to getting some help. I am now – and I'm not speaking, of course, of myself personally because, well, it'll be obvious enough. I'm now a single mom. Um, <laughs> I'm starting a business. I'm maybe out on my own for the first time. How do you, that, Those are such emotionally charged stages of life anyways, going through a divorce, having a child, starting a business, and then mashing all of that up into one has got to feel overwhelming to, to yes. people that are in that position. So where do you even begin with somebody that's in that state? Yeah. So <clears throat> the first thing that, and this is just sort of a very small thing that someone listening can take away from this, but all of those feelings, right, they're kind of colliding at once, as you said. There's all these issues. You've mashed them together. <clears throat> but whatever you're feeling right now, if you're listening and you're feeling overwhelmed, um, that it's not going to last forever, it's kind of like you were just saying, even though it's in our head, it's real, right? The feelings when we're overwhelmed and discouraged and afraid, it feels so real that it feels permanent. We can't remember feeling any other way. And so even though it's a small thing, just remembering, I know that this feeling is not going to last. I know that every problem has a solution. I know that other people have gotten through this, and I can too. And so sometimes that helps because... We don't want to like ignore all of the emotional stuff going on, right? And sometimes it can be easy to do that. Just try to ignore it and just keep keep going. And that in the long term isn't very useful. And we also don't want to stay stuck in it, right? Where we're just pulling the covers up over our head and hiding and not dealing with life because that's easy to do as well. Sure. So it's finding that place of like acknowledging that it's okay that you are where you are, but also knowing it's not going to last and I know something better is possible. Okay. So. so related question, if I know someone in that position, let's say it's not me, but it's somebody I know, it may be a family member or a friend, and I'm listening to this podcast right now and I'm thinking about so-and-so who, who could really use this help. How do I go to them, somebody who maybe hasn't even thought about coming to somebody like you mm -hmm. and saying, hey, I've got this idea. There's somebody I want to introduce you to or somebody I think you should check out. Well, like, What's the right approach if you wanted to help someone else come to Molly Claire for? Yeah. Help? So, I mean, obviously, it's going to depend on your relationship and connection and all of that. But I think that for the most part, when you're going through this, and I'm speaking from experience as a single mom, as a divorced Mormon mom specifically, um, I think you, when you're going through this, you're pretty aware that you need some support and help, right? You're navigating something you've never done before and taking on new responsibilities no matter what those are. And so I think that just, um, you know, letting them know, hey, I heard about this and I thought of you. And I would say most of the time, I mean, 
I've never had anyone that's been offended by it that I've heard of. And, you know, I have some ads going on Facebook and a lot of times people will tag friends and say, I hope this isn't too forward. And every time people are so appreciative because they really, they need the help. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Good so, to know. So if, and go ahead. I was going to say specifically where to send people. People can either go to mollyclaire.com forward slash mini or divorcemormonmom.com forward slash mini. It's going to take them to the same place where they can schedule a consultation with me. And this is a chance for me to help someone get started in the right direction and determine if we're a good fit to work together. Okay. Because I always, always talk with people beforehand to make sure it's right for them. Okay. Yeah. So that's a free consultation. It's free. Yeah. And it's slash M-I-N-I? Mini. As in mini. Yeah, like, mini. Like a mini session is what I call it. Yeah. Okay. There so I go. do some coaching with them. We spend about 20 minutes just taking a look at where they are and how I can best help them in that 20 minutes. And then I can talk with them about potentially working together if it's a fit. And I'm sure in that consultation you would get into this. But just for our listeners, if somebody comes out, you guys have a consultation and it feels like it's going to be a good fit for you both. What do they what what do they expect next? How do things go from there? Okay, so there are two main options that I offer, and one is working individually. So when I work with clients individually, usually we start off with three to six months of working together. All of my coaching is online and by phone. So I know this is going out to Frisco listeners, but I work with people all over the world actually. Um, and so essentially, if they work with me individually, we have weekly appointments. I send them things in between the appointments. They have online access to me during that time. And all of the conversations we have are by phone, and they can get recordings of them too. So, And we have specific things that we work through to help them. As some of the things I've mentioned, a positive relationship with their ex-husband is so important for them and for the kids and everyone. Um, being able to really deal with all of those emotions coming up to sort through them and have a plan to move forward emotional healing, um, a sense of, I mean, there's so many things we go through, but we, I have a program I, I go through with them. Um, and then the other option is a group. And so right now my group is specifically for Mormon women who are going through or have just gone through divorce. I, anyone is obviously more than welcome to come, but there will be some things we'll talk about in there that are specific to the challenges that people face feeling really out of place in church where there's families everywhere, right? We learn about the importance of families and unity and marriage. And here they are, mm -hmm. right? Not so much married and not so much having that family unity. So, um, but my group program essentially has, it's an eight-week program where we move through specific things that these women need. And then I move them into a long-term support option that's really low cost because they need they need support for a year or two. Yeah, yeah. The ongoing support is important. Absolutely. Because we all, you know, no matter how well we're trucking along, we all fall down from time to time. Yeah. So. Well, and for me, I mean, I'll tell you the reason that I'm that I've created the program I have is because when I was going through my divorce, I remember the moment that I made the decision to email my coach and say, "Hey, send me a bill right now," <laughs> because it was actually when I was in the midst of having a lot of financial fear. Ironically, right the time you would think you would be less likely to spend money. Um, but I remember um, we were going through some details of you know our divorce. I was with my husband at the time, and I was in my closet on the phone. And I was crying, and I could feel fear 
throughout my entire body, and I knew that I was I had a lot ahead of me. I knew I was terrified, and I knew that I was not willing to let my life fall apart. I wasn't willing to lose it because I had three kids counting on me, and I knew that my life had to get better. And so, um, and I've thought about that a lot, why it made it so easy for me to say, I need a coach, I need the support. And so I've really tried to make that easy for women by creating this group format. So it's very affordable and it offers them long-term support. Okay. And I'm glad you brought that up because I've had that same thought as well. I'm amongst coaches of different types that are out there. Many of them are there to help you get over a hurdle. And yet if you're facing especially financial challenges, how, what do you, what do you coach people on as far as kind of overcoming that? Because to me, this is an investment. This is something when you're kind of doubling down on yourself and yet you're taking, you are taking on some additional cost when you may already be a little bit strapped financially. So how do you help people juggle that or what do you recommend to them around that? Yeah. So I think that, and one of the things I help women with in my program is helping them with their thoughts and beliefs around money as well. So that's an important part of it. And honestly, I feel like, um, when we invest in ourselves, it's, it's more than just the money. It's really saying, my well-being is a priority and I'm willing to put my money where my mouth is and take care of myself and my future really matters to me because there's a huge difference between doing a free program, right, and saying, I'm spending money on this and I'm going to make this happen. So I actually see it as providing my clients value even by charging for my services. Like, oh, yeah. If I could give my services free, I wouldn't do it. Because I want them to be willing to stand up and say, I'm doing this. Yeah, I sunk money into this. I'm getting my exactly. money out of it. Yeah. You know, it tends to be a good motivation for a lot of people. Yeah. Things. And I think especially when you're trying to um, – because no matter what your marriage situation was – and believe me, I'm not speaking to women being victims of men by any you know stretch of the imagination. No matter what happened, who did what, man or woman, everyone – is going to have some negative beliefs they've brought out of their marriage about themselves. And so it's really important that you um, really take the time and energy and money as we've talked, which it's, you know, it's, it's all your resources, that you put that into saying, I want to overcome this. I want to believe something better about myself. I want to give myself something better in my life. Very good. Yeah. All right, before we get uh, run out of time, Yes, I talk, talk to a us lot. about it. That's okay. No, this is a good conversation. <laughs> and like I said, the, the psychology major in me is always interested in these topics because I have seen far too much of people getting bogged down in their own minds. So, oh yeah, let's okay. talk about the book. The book. Yeah. When did the book come out? How's it doing? Where can people get it? It's great. So my book came out June twenty eighth. And it became an Amazon bestseller, which was so exciting. Thank you. I had, um, yes, it was an awesome book launch. And it's on Amazon, available Amazon Kindle or Amazon Prime, Prime Shipping. It also has a 100-page workbook with it. Um, I've run groups with it. It is, if, if you are listening and you are a mom and you ever feel overwhelmed or guilty or frustrated or inadequate, 
you need to buy this book. <laughs> <laughs> All these Frisco moms right in the suburbs oh, like yeah. trying to make sure our kids are, you know, succeeding and having the best and doing the best. And yes, you have to get the book. So it's great. It's been a – I've had – I still get emails from people just doing the work in the workbook and reading that it's making a huge difference. So, are there are there opportunities for people to meet you in person if they're local? Do you ever meetups or anything like that that happen around? I have I have not done a lot locally, um, but I'm definitely interested in doing more of that. This last year, I was focused so much on my book and my online presence that I haven't. So, honestly, if someone's listening and they would like a speaker to come to their women's group, I would love it. Well, I know of a couple of them around town, so we'll see if we can get you set up with yeah, them as well. Yeah, that would be great. I'm sure great. they'd love to have you. So. That'd be great. Okay, last but not least. Okay. We're talking about Frisco. You do live in Frisco. This is the Frisco podcast. Yes. What are your fav- what, what is your favorite thing about Frisco? Or is there a favorite restaurant, a place you like to go? Anything like that. What do you Tell us something you love about Frisco. Yeah, so I what I love about Frisco is the people. Honestly, <laughs> so I love the um, that it is such a family-oriented community. I have never been around so many people who are so friendly and outgoing and willing to help, and that is what I absolutely love here. Um, I know you asked me before about a favorite restaurant too. Um, I love True Fire Kitchen. Ah, uh, yes. yes, we did talk about it's that. It's so good <laughs> because they have that True Mac. <laughs> yes, my, I've never Just, had the True Mac, uh, but. Yeah. If, you, if you try it, you'll be you'll be hooked. hooked. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah. I love their turkey burger, and they have those big, thick, fat sweet potato fries. Mm-hmm. They're so fabulous. Yeah, I've had their turkey burger. I'm usually yeah. just a regular burger guy, but I had the turkey burger there one time. It was fantastic. It's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of picky. I don't always like turkey burgers, but yeah. theirs is really good. Yeah, I was kind of surprised at how much I yeah. liked it. So. Yeah. All right. Very good. Well, if people want to find out more about you, if they want to get in touch, where do they go? Yeah. So they can go to mollyclaire.com. And if they want to schedule that mini session, there's a spot right there that says Let's Coach. And that is a free mini session. Um, They can also check out divorcedmormonmom.com if that is, you know, the issue that they're really wanting help with. There's information there about my program. And that's it. Yeah. What about social media? Yes, I Molly Claire Coaching on Facebook. Okay. And I also have Instagram and um, Twitter. I don't use them too much, though. So <laughs> Facebook's the place to find me. That sounds like the right place to go. And yeah. it's, it's M-O-L-L-Y-C-L-A-I-R-E, correct? Yes, okay, that's it. Okay, there you go, Molly Claire yep, Coaching. Molly with a Y, Claire. Yep. And MollyClaire.com. Well, Molly, thank you very yeah. much for coming on the show today. Thank you. I hope we've uh, managed to connect you with some folks around town that may be uh, maybe needing your help right now yeah thank you so much thank you all right and for all of you out there listening thank you again for tuning into the frisco podcast we'll talk to you next week